Link's eyes flashed wide open. He held his breath. The gun barrel pressed against his temple proved to be a rude way to wake. Bluish steel he noted when the gun moved over him, and it was a revolver. It appeared to be a cheap weapon, probably acquired in a pawn shop. The fact he had noted such a thing angered him even more. He was still being logical, even facing death again. Ready to pay for your sins against the human race, you worthless scum? The man standing in the shadows near his bed said. Link knew he would press the gun against his temple, then remove it and press it again. The gun didn't bother Link as much as the taunting and torment with the gun did. His voice seemed to reflect a good education by the way he pronounced each word carefully and from the accent he had to a New Englander. He hated the New England Mafia as a rule. They had that same Kennedy snootiness. To add further insult, this guy had done the same thing three times in the past month. The routine never varied. Pull the trigger. Please just pull the damn trigger, Link said as calmly as possible. He wouldn't plead, and damn sure would never beg for his life. He knew the pounding in his head came from his own heart beating hard and fast. He felt the bed getting wet along his back from the cold sweat pooling under him. He hated it, but it never seemed to end. What's the matter? Can't live with what you did? Guilt getting to you? Maybe letting you live is a better torture and torment for scum like you. Living is the worst punishment, they claim. Do you still hear the screams of the men you killed? Uh, yes, Link whispered and tried to swallow, but his throat would not cooperate. He strained to place the voice. He knew it from somewhere. The man had sat in briefings with him in what seemed like a lifetime ago. The husky rasp of a smoker, maybe a former smoker, but still that rasp connected him to his past, since Ling couldn't smell tobacco on him. If only he could put a face and a name to the voice. He always left the stairway light on when he came to bed, just to have a nightlight. Even the seven-day candle he kept burning had been extinguished. Link could no longer sleep in a dark room. There were no lights now, only the glow from the street lamp outside the window. The fan had stopped. The intruder must have turned off the main breakers for the building, he thought. He cursed himself silently for being so logical when death remained only a heartbeat away. Link heard the click of the gun being cocked. At the sound of the snap, he jerked his head back, expecting the worst. Nothing happened. It had been an empty chamber. He released the breath he had held. He prayed he hadn't pissed the bed in fear. What would be worse than being found shot to death in your own bed? To be found shot to death in your own bed, in a puddle you had made. The man pointed the gun toward the window before pulling the trigger again. He held the gun in front of Link's eyes. Link couldn't move his eyes as he focused on the gun. Suddenly, and without warning, the explosion filled the room and for the moment deafened him. The muzzle flash temporarily blinded him. Yet Link felt some of the glass from the window fall across the bed and his body. 
Only a few seconds later, from below the now-open second-story window, blue and red lights flashed. On the cops' public address system came, Come out with your hands up! A second set of hands grabbed Link's left arm. The needle plunged into his arm. In an act of panic, Link lifted his legs to kick the man's head. He missed, but the man lost his grip on the syringe. Link swatted it to knock it across the room and watched it roll under a desk. A fist connected with his face and things went gray, but not dark. The two intruders ran...